Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Tom and I'm here by myself today. My partner's out on assignment. It's not so much better than he's out on a work trip, but you know, he's on location for a big story. And while he's gone, I'm going to talk about some online auctions and the search for Milser. Thank you, thank you. That's so, I've collated some information. Should be useful. I'll be quick. Some of the stuff is obvious. Some of the stuff is redundant. But let me just say it. I know most of you know most of it. And a lot of it's common sense. Sometimes you just have to be reminded, especially when you're chasing something you really want. So, the online auction houses or sites that I'm talking about will be Proxy Bid, Auction Zip. High bid and of course Gunbroker. Let me just say, I'm not promoting anything. I'm not affiliated with anything. I don't care if you use these services. I don't care if you buy anything ever. Just sharing some info. All right, so let's get started. First, I'll give you some general tips, then I'll give you some site specific tips. So the first tip is pretty obvious. Check the reputations of all the sellers. Believe me, it's worth it. it takes two seconds. Click it. Look. See what the problems are. Next, check the terms and the shipping rules, especially now with the new laws. I don't know what state you're in, but my state sucks. So some auction houses don't even ship to a state that has complicated laws at all. They don't go to an FFL. They don't ship to a C. Nothing. So immediately check the terms and the shipping rules. Check the antique laws. Sometimes antique doesn't matter. It's got to go to an FFL. So immediately do that, but don't waste your time looking at an auction that you can't even get the item. Next thing to check is the photos for listing mistakes. And this is one of the biggest ways to get a good deal, a mislabeled item. These items aren't in people's searches. They fall through the cracks. It's a great way to get a good deal. I can't tell you how many times I've seen guns mislabeled, like totally wrong. You know, if you confuse a Type 99 and a Type 38, I'll forgive you. But K98s called Mosins, 1903s that are Monlickers, I mean... You have to read the details because a lot of these people are not firearm people and just auction people and put down pretty much what they see on the gun. I've seen import marks listed as the gun, so keep an eye out for these types of auctions. There's usually some hidden gems. People screw up. They screw up the listing in the words. They screw up the listing in the serial number, the model of the gun. Look at the pictures. Look at them big. Open them in a new window if you have to. Verify that the gun they're talking about is the gun in the photos. Now, I know a lot of you are not looking for a specific gun when you're online. You're just kind of browsing, but often you are looking for one. And so here's a few search tips for when you're looking for something specific. So the first thing I like to do is search a very specific name for the gun I'm looking for. There's not going to be many matches to the specific name, so it's easy to go through these. But just in case you see one, maybe it's a gun broker auction ending early or an auction with a couple of minutes left. So It's worth it to do a specific search first. You'll probably get no matches the way people list things. So I like to do the specific search first, check those out, see if there's something exactly matching, and then get broader and broader. The next tip is to search misspellings. So many misspellings. Mosin with the Z, the infamous Mouser rifle, M1 Gerin, G-E-R-E-N-D, Carbone. I've seen an M1 Carbone. So definitely, definitely. Search spelling mistakes. It sounds stupid, but think of common spelling mistakes. Try Mouser. Try uh, Mosin, M-O-U-S-I-N. It sounds weird that there would be guns spelled wrong, but there are auction houses that are not firearm auction houses that are running a lot of these, and they think everything's a Mosin for some reason. I don't know. 
I personally search Monlickers four different ways, Mausers five different ways, Mosin six different ways. And alongside with checking from his spellings is searching for generic words. Military rifle, rifle, gun. There are many firearms listed like this, especially at the smaller auction houses. So definitely search generic words. Military rifle for sure. All right, so after I search for my misspellings and my generic words and my specific phrases, I start to do a very broad search for a catch-all. So I search for Enfield or Arasaka or 1903 and go through those. Maybe Springfield, Nagoya, depending on what I'm looking for. I use this kind of search for a catch-all because a lot of auction houses just put one word. Dodd, Enfield, Mosin, Mauser. So... These broad searches I save in GunBroker and ProxyBid and run these after I do my specific searches. So it's a good idea. You can also get them emailed to you if you didn't already have enough things to go through every day. Another tip I have for you is a good one because it's helped save me a lot of money. I make a chart. I have a chart. And I have different hammer prices from $100 up to $3,000 and different premiums from 3% all the way up to 40%. You never know what the auction house is going to be taken from you. And so every bid I have, I know exactly how much I'm going to pay. I also have in my chart my shipping. If it has to go to FFL, that, the handling fees of the auction. Once you make it once, it takes you two seconds to update it for each each auction. And you'll know when you're bidding higher and higher and higher how much it's really going to cost you. You know, some auction houses are at 25%. You end up paying 500 more. You end up really paying six and change more. See, I know that because I have this cool chart. So make a cool chart. You should always know what you're spending. All right, here's a cool proxy bid tip. Proxy bid lets you see part of the name of the person who has the leading bid. There's a few ways you can use this to your advantage. Sometimes you'll see what appears to be the same account bidding on 15, 20 different rifles. So you have to assume this guy's buying them to sell them. And these guys usually put in a max bid. And when you outbid them, they usually don't take the bid back. So when you see these guys, they usually know what the gun is worth. So their bid usually is at the going rate, maybe a little higher, but they never chase. So if you outbid one of these guys, there's a good chance you'll get it. Well, until someone else outbids you. But also, watching 15, 20 different ones is probably a little tough. They're probably watching multiple auctions. So maybe they're not even on top of it. So you bid a little late, you take the lead, maybe you win it. Another way you can use this name thing to your advantage is Sometimes there's an auction with six or seven of the same rifle and the same guy's bidding on just those. Now, they may be a collector of those or a reseller, but usually these guys that bid all on the same rifle know that rifle. They know what they're getting. They know what to bid. You're not going to get a deal on those. However, these guys don't chase either. So you might be able to get one a little tiny bit above market when everyone else is selling it for a lot above market. So I guess you can still get a deal here. You're not going to get a cheap deal, but you're going to get at least something near market value. It's weird, but I guess it's kind of like the first one. Anyone that puts in multiple bids, those guys don't chase a lot. So keep an eye out on proxy bid. Now over to GunBroker a second. One thing to check is the buy it now. It sounds ridiculous because half the time you put the buy it now and the number is almost twice what the gun should be going for. But there are a lot of sellers that you don't even see them because they've gone so fast. They put it up with a buy it now that's a respectable price. And some people say, hey, I'm not going to risk it. So check the buy it now first. It takes a few seconds. Sort by the low price or ending soonest, whatever, and take a look at those. 
And on Gunbroke, you have to worry about scammers, where on the other ones, you don't. So, like I said before, check the reputations. Don't get scammed by a guy who's brand new selling. That should be your first red flag. We caught a guy the other day, posted pictures that were just posted on Guns International. You could do a little research of your own, but if it's too good to be true, it probably is. All right, now I want to give a little note on the larger auction houses. Now, these guys often have a lot of the rarest items in the best condition or multiple examples of popular guns, but they also have a lot of publicity. They have a lot of promotion. They draw a lot of attention from a lot of people with a lot of money. So getting a deal at these larger houses is a little difficult. I recommend taking a look at them. It's good to see these beautiful guns and see what they go for, but trying to get a deal on these guys is pretty tough. We talked about vague listings and mistakes. Uh, these houses don't do that. They have great listings with great details, but for some reason their photos are never great. These big auction houses, five photos, no receiver top. I mean, come on. Maybe they want you to go there in person. I don't know. So check these out, but then take a look at the smaller houses a lot more. Now, as far as high bid, you could just search all firearm-related auctions easily from the top menu. One thing to do is make sure shipping is turned on if you need. For some reason, that's off by default, and they have a lot of local auctions on their site, so make sure you have shipping on if you need that. Auction zip, very similar. Click the online bidding on top, category firearms, explore the auction, pretty simple. All the same rules for searching applies. And remember, only on ProctiBid can you see the name of the person bidding. All right, that's about it for me. So let me recap. The number one thing was probably to make a chart. It helps you. Put all the hammer prices, calculate all the premium percentages, calculate with the shipping, calculate with your FFL if you have. When you bid and you're chasing something and you say, hmm, 1,100, 1,200, these numbers, you start going up, those percentages get higher. It can get out of control quick. So please do it. And also remember, search for all those misspellings. Search for those generic words. That's how you'll find a good deal one day. You'll find an Arasaka 99 listed, and it'll be a rare 38 carbine, or oh, hell, it may be a 1903. Who knows? And remember, don't take the listing's word. Look at the photos. All right, I actually have one more tip for you. Some of these larger houses I was talking about have their own live online auction on their own site. Definitely use those over proxy bid and high bid and auction zip. You'll cut out the middleman, save 3 to 5%. It's a great tip. They're not as good usually, those interfaces, but good enough to save 3 to 5%. All right, that's really it. So remember, if you're looking for something specific, go to Gunbroker, look at the completed, get an average price that's something they're going for, get a general idea, set your max, think of it right away. Don't change it. Don't chase. Save money. Use your chart. Thanks, guys. Catch you next time.